cultivating fulfilling relationships can be a challenge. Are you in search of meaningful connections? With specialized coaching and transformative courses, I empower you by helping you navigate personal relationships, parenting, and communication to strengthen bonds. Book your session now at psychgirlcoaching.com to unlock relationship potential and create a future of love. Psychgirlcoaching.com Welcome to Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Alyssa. And today we have a very special guest, Dame Clarissa Burt, author of Esteem Regime. Thank you so much. That is so kind. Yes, the self-esteem regime. You're absolutely right. I think we've got some some great wisdom here that we can impart on your listeners uh, today. And thank you so much for having me on your show. No, I really appreciate you coming. Um, Could you please tell me a little bit about why you wrote this book? Yeah, I I, I wrote the book because... um, I was really kind of tired of having a the perception of people that was just really good and they never had the same perception of themselves. I refer to my mother, who was a beautiful woman, and she never seemed to think that, you know, she was pretty or that she looked good in pictures. And my grandmother, who was a lovely looking woman, decided she needed to lose weight one day. And um, she didn't. And so she took two diet pills and she choked on them. So she perforated her esophagus and wound up for six weeks in the hospital. And I thought, well, oh my gosh, that's rather interesting. And then as it was going on through life, there were so many people that I just thought were rock stars. And, and I would come to find that, you know, they were always, you know, not always in alignment with what I was thinking of them and how wonderful they were. And so that really kind of bothered me. I thought, what the heck is going on here? And then, you know, as I, as I was able to move forward and, and, you know, in my life, I started modeling and I was working with some of the most beautiful women in the world. And some of those gals too, I could see were really struggling with self-esteem. And I went, you know, I thought to myself, well, what's, what's, there's the correlation between my mom and my grandmom in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and these girls on, you know, the most important runways in the world. And, and of course it was, you know, it was lack of happy, healthy self-esteem. So I realized that self-esteem is really, it's really at the core of everything, you know, everything we are, everything we think about ourselves, the relationship with self, the relationship with others and, you know, how we get on in this life. And so I realized, you know, not because I'm, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist and I've never studied, um, the topic, but God knows that 64 years old, God, <laughs> life has taught me enough about, you know, uh, life has taught me enough about, about it. And I think that uh, it was just time for me, especially after COVID to come out with a book that would be uplifting and would help people in their time of need of despair. Of- I love that. And I love that you were able to um, take action on that because a lot of times it's like one of those things is like, "Mm, you know, I want to, but do I really, you know, am I really qualified or, you know, things like that. And it's really important to just ignore all of the (laughs) negative voices in your head and say, no, I'm doing this because people need it. I was just talking to my mother the other night about um, the extra sensitive person because when my son was born, he like, he screamed all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I was, she had just, yes. And, um, I was like, I thought I was a horrible mother. And, um, (laughs) then I found out, you know, that he just was very, very sensitive and he would get sensory overload. I mean, even when he was in the womb, he was that way. I mean, I would like freak out if somebody sneezed. (laughs) (laughs) He'd have a meltdown in the womb. So, you know, it's super sensitive. Same thing. I couldn't even wear certain clothing you know, when I was pregnant with him for that same reason. Wow. Um, 
So, and sensory uh, overload is a perfect point. You know, I still suffer with sensory overload. Like if I get to it, if I get to a stress point because I'm overloaded with work and, and all kinds of things, you know, I got the house, I got, you know, all kinds of stuff going on um, to take care of. Now I'm not married and I don't have children. So I, I can only imagine what it means to be taking care, you know, of a family as well and children right. as well and your job and, and all of that. I say frequently, I say, I don't know how women do it. I just don't know how they get it all done, but we are, we are exquisite in that way. We are, we are extraordinary beings, women, because we really do get the job done. With that having been said, Alyssa, I want, you know, I'll show you the book because you're, you're, you know, we're on audio, but I'll show it to you. And the book, the the cover is blue. When I first got it back, it was pink and yellow and, and orange and it was pretty, but I really wanted men to be able to pick up the book as well. And men do pick up the book when they have read it. And I've gotten really great, phenomenal feedback from men as well, because, you know, self-esteem doesn't discriminate. And, uh, you know, our guys, our men uh, need, they need the love, the the support, the attention and the understanding and the guidance and the guidance that they may not have ever gotten depending. So I think that we all need to be a little bit more, we need to be kinder with one another and show each other the way a little bit. And be more aware. Yes. Yes, because uh, there are I've I've known a lot of men who they just didn't have that kind of support or guidance growing up, and so, you know, they get into adulthood and they don't know they're how lost. to deal. They're lost. Yeah, they're very lost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I spent, you know, when I was dropping my book in Italy in November, December, I, wherever I went, I was so thrilled to see that half of the room was men, and that's not I'm not making that's not an exaggeration. I'd walk in and it was like half of fifty percent of this room are guys. It got, and it was that. so great. Oh, it was great. It was so great. And I bring that up frequently because I want men to know that, you know, we see them, we hear them, we, yeah, mm-hmm. look, the, the, the man woman thing, it's difficult, been difficult since Adam and Eve. Okay. Let's yes. just get that off the table. <laughs> it's just one of those kind of things. But I think if God's really were to accept the fact that it's okay to do this kind of work and personal development is for you to, and, you know, be a better guy, be a better dad, be a better guy, be a better son, be a better, you know, employee, be a better boss, be a better leader. Um, and how just you be happy. Just, yeah, and, be <laughs> happy. and I think you will be happy by, by being, or, or just yes. by, just by being, but again, striving to be a better person more than you are today. And for whatever that means for you. Yes. Yes. And that is the thing It is. Uh, a lot of times they just need those tools just to help them get there because they know what they, you know, they're searching, but they yes. don't know, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think we need stronger male leaders to take, you know, because, you know, I can talk to men all day long, but I think they really need to resonate with, with strong male leaders. Yes. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, more, I think more men need to be stepping into that place uh, and helping out our youth, our youth, I'm really worried about, you know, because the CDC has come out with some data that's really alarming. It is super, super scary to think that almost, you know, 46% of our youth, and I say uh, uh, mi- uh, middle school, high school, and college age are, you know, they're depressed, they're anxious, they are either thinking about committing suicide or they have committed suicide. This is alarming. And we, we as adults have to be really We've got to keep our ear to the ground. We have to be really engaged with our kids. And I say the devices have got, especially at certain younger ages, have got to be put up. 
They've got to be put up for, you know, you get an hour here, you get a half an hour that it's not this 24 seven kind of acts. At least I look, I'm not a parent. I've never been. And I can only imagine how difficult it is. But I do think that the, you know, the, the, these devices are phenomenal. They're great, but no, but nothing is greater than human connection in person and, you know, with love and with understanding and with human touch, we cannot live without human touch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of funny because um, my son is autistic, so um, he doesn't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like the human touch part or devices, you know. Right. So right. I right. don't have very much of, you know, uh, experience with that. Right. But yes. But it is very important. And that was the thing, you know, trying to help him get to the point where he could handle some touch, at least, you know, and to be able to express in a physical way, you know, like even if it was just petting his dog, you know, or something like that. So, yes. Fantastic. Good for you. I'm so, you know, and it's wonderful that, that, you know, he's born to a mom like you that (laughs) can, can handle this with such grace. It's, oh. it's it's lovely to hear you. It's just, you. I can hear it in your voice, the love. So, you know, I do. Know. I love him. <laughs> sometimes it's not even. It's not I'm very sure. easy to understand. But I, I understand. I can. I can imagine. I can only imagine. But it does. It does bring. You know, especially even when I hear him talking with the, his friends and stuff. It's just like scary uh to listen to them and how dark they can get you know they're they sound like adults you know that have been through some really tough times and it's like oh my goodness you shouldn't be talking like that you know this is the age well okay so he's in his teens now but you know they still should be in the more innocent age where they're they're not so stressed and worried then they're not working yet (laughs) you know they shouldn't be dealing with these adults stressors and stuff i mean they sound like adults if that makes sense so it makes perfect sense yeah it's like they've grown up way too quickly yeah, and that therein lies the conundrum with our kids today. You know, they're getting way too much information way too soon, and it's kind of getting away from the adults. I think <sighs> getting away from us. Yes. The adults are not, you know, again, not coming with a manual. How do we know, you know, what the right thing and the wrong thing to do? And especially now today, there's so much confusion. I agree. I agree. I was actually thinking of that the other day when I was listening to a conversation. I got a snippet as I was walking past the window. I was like, oh my gosh, what? You shouldn't be having to worry about this right now. You're a child. You know, you haven't. How can a child make decisions based off of adult situations? You know, I mean, they have no, their brains have not grown enough. Their emotions, they're not emotionally or intellectually, you know, old enough. Yes. Yeah, or immature, you know, so very, very distressing. (laughs) And I wondered if that was part of the um, reason so many children are are, uh, thinking about suicide so young. I mean, I've heard of children who are six years old, you know, trying to kill themselves. And it's like, six? Oh, my gosh. When I was six, I was... Yeah. I, um, I think a lot of it's also, I think there's too much gaming going on and the gaming is very violent. I really do believe mm-hmm. that the gaming has got, we got to, you know, 
Look, again, you know, the horse is already out of the barn, but there's way too much violent gaming going on. And Hollywood doesn't help with all the violent violence in movies. Um, and I think, again, it's it's really kind of on the parents to, to be mindful about what their children are ingesting um, as far as information, whether it be in the cinema, on TV, on Netflix or, you know, on their devices with social media, I think must be really, really careful. I can only imagine with social media. Yes. Yeah. And I was uh, also being more involved. I, I see a lot of parents, you know, I've observed a lot of parents who are not really truly involved in their children's lives. You know, right. they're too busy and it makes sense. I mean, a lot of them are desperately trying to work just to keep their homes, <laughs> you Absolutely. know, and stuff. So, and so they're distracted, keep, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's, I, it's, it's actually a very interesting time to be living. So <laughs> interesting. is a very interesting word, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, could you give me a little bit more uh, of what you think uh, self-esteem, how self-esteem plays into your personal relationships? Um, you know, you, you are who you bring into the table, you know, you, whatever you're bringing to the table, boundaries, for example, here's a great example, boundaries, you know, boundaries are when you are teaching someone how you will and won't be treated. And a lot of people think, oh man, boundaries, that means I got to get angry and I got to raise my voice and I got to be pissed off. And you don't have to do any of that. You just don't, you say it with ease, joy, and glory, whatever it is you need to say. If somebody made you feel not real good in the way they acted, reacted, or spoke to you, or the wording that they used, it's on you to right. to to let them know in a very calm way hey listen do you mind if we have a chat what you just did what you just said it really landed wrong with me and i you know can may i explain why and you know if there's a, an explanation needed if you think you have to add that on and if you know i'm i'm going to go with a lot of the times most people are either teasing or they're playing around they don't understand they don't know and they'll say oh, i'm so sorry i really didn't mean it i honestly didn't mean it that way gosh we, i'm so sorry Hey, no harm done. No worries. It's fine. We're good. You know, but if somebody comes back and says, Oh, come on, get over yourself, whatever, you know, that kind of thing, or, you know, what, you know, that, then you might have a toxic relationship on your hands. You know, you're too then, sensitive. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're too sensitive. Right. That's so great. That's, you know, classic. And so you might want to, you know, kind of rethink that. And look, the work in self-esteem is going to take a lot of courage. It does take courage. I'm not going to say it takes work and it's effort. You must put effort into this. Again, it's not self-help, it's self-help. And you are the only self that can help you. So you must do the work. And the work really will. It implies also that there are going to be relationships in your life that you're going to cut out entirely. There are some relationships that you're going to distance yourself from a little bit. And some people are going to be hurt and get their nose out of joint and they might be uh, offended and you know all of that. But that's not your problem. What your, pro what your issue, what your job to do is to stay true to yourself on your path to be a better person more than you are today. And if that means that you may have to distance someone. So true. It's so funny because um, honesty and integrity are two of my like main things. And if something does not resonate with me or align fully with me, then yeah. I generally am like, okay, well then that's it. I can't, I can't do this, you know? And it is, uh, I constantly check in with myself because I do know that when I am not living in full integrity with myself, then uh, 
I disease happens. You know, you were talking about dis ease earlier, and yes. you know, to me, that is like um, it's very important for people to be able to say, okay, this doesn't resonate with me, so I need to step away from this. And it could be a relationship, it could be a job, it could be a situation, sure. it could yeah. be a way of thinking. You know, there are different ways, um, but it's very important to you know, make sure that you are living in alignment with yourself. And it is very hard to do when you first start out because like you said, you've got so many things that you have um, had <laughs> put on you. You know, you've got your ancestral. Um, a lot. You know, there's so yes, much to yes. us. You know, here's the deal. There's so much to us, but we have to also remember that we are the ones that complicate things. So there's a lot going on. But we can make that very, very simple just by following the simple rules of, you know, of self-esteem and personal development. And, and again, just being, you know, again, all of that. Okay, great. It's all there. But at the end of the day, if you can remember, just, I, I just want to be a better person more than I am today. That's the end game right there. You know, I just want to, I want, and I will do everything in my power to make sure I get there. And I'm, I'm human and I'm imperfect and I'm going to slip up and I'm not always going to hit the mark, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to continue to try and I will try very hard. <laughs> that is lovely. <laughs> okay. So, um, you were talking about being responsible and I know that it is very, very hard when you're first starting out to, and you were also talking about, um, like, um, cutting people out of your life, you know, the possibility of having to do that. And when I started on my journey, that is one of the things that I had to do. I had to step away from certain relationships because I realized that they were not healthy for me. They became very, very toxic. And it was very hard for me because I felt guilty because I'd been responsible for these people, <laughs> you know, and it had, I had to come to the point where I was like, okay, you know what, this is, we're just creating these toxic cycles and then just replaying them over and over again. And literally nothing is changing. So I need to step away. And then, um, uh, a while later after I had done some inner work and some healing, I felt like I was able to talk to them again. And then, um, especially my sister, you know, my younger sister, she, um, gosh, I loved her, but we've just kept repeating those cycles. <laughs> and so I just, um, the last time we stepped away, yeah, with that, I was like, I don't want to say things will change when both of you make a shift. Not just exactly. One. That was the, that is what I realized. And so I was like, okay, I'm sorry, but I, I've noticed that we just started repeating this. I mean, that we just repeat this toxic cycle. And it's something that was like from when we were young. So I, I just can't do this anymore. Right. And so she's like, you know what? You're right. And so we stopped talking to each other for like three months. And then, um, one day, I, th I think it was around Christmas time, you know, I think she called to talk about uh, getting together for Christmas with the family because we were all in the same area for a change. Right. And it, from then on, you know, we were actually supportive and loving and watched ourselves so that we did not, you know, slip back into that toxic cycle right. because, you know, it took a few times of like, oh, whoa, I'm almost there. You know, I almost felt yes. a slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's really great though, because you were, you both were being mindful about the changes that had been made and the changes that can, you know, had to continue to be made in order for you guys to come back to a new 
ground zero for the two of you, right? Like a whole new kind of way of being for both of you. And so that's, that's really great. That's super healthy right there. And if you guys can, can, ladies can continue to do that, then, you know, and I wish, I hope it for you. I do wish that for you. Well, thank you. So far, it's been great. And it was wonderful because it's something I always wanted. You know, I wanted to be that person for her. And I dreamed of her being able to be that person for me too. And, you know, being able to just be that supportive person in her life and to be able to go to her if I just needed, you know, that just support sometimes too. It was just amazing, you know, so. Well, that's wonderful. Good for you. But, you know, it took a lot of work and it took boundaries. You know, we did have to put down boundaries. Wow. They were healthy boundaries. So it wasn't like, well, I hate you. So I'm never talking yeah. to you again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was and just, do it that way, can you? No. <laughs> well, I mean, if you do, then it's probably not going to work out that well. Right. <laughs> but, you know, um, pl- placing personal boundaries for yourself when you're first starting this journey can be very difficult. Absolutely. And, um, for me, I am on my phone a lot because I work from my phone. Yeah. So a good portion of what I do is on my phone. And my son will look at me and roll his eyes sometimes and he'll be like, you look like a teenager. <laughs> you know, get off your phone. So I started like putting my phone aside, like turning off the notifications and then putting my phone aside in the evening and then just having a specific amount of time, you know, just for my family, like four hours just alone with my family and then making sure that I did the same thing in the morning so that I could um, balance things out more, you know, because I have a like deep sense of responsibility when it comes to my job. So. (laughs) Great. Um, okay, so I did want to know, why do you think that it is um, crucial for people to hear your message now? It's crucial to hear it all the time, but I think right now it's because, again, especially post-COVID, when everyone has been so, um, 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 I can't always forget the word. It's a word I love and I can't, I can't forget it. But again, as I uh, intimated before, you know, this post-COVID period especially was so destabilizing you know, for so many people, for so many different reasons that we're just now starting to get, you know, our sea legs back under us again. And, um, and I think that this is a perfect time to take a look at, wow. Okay. So pandemic, I can check that off the list, but I didn't see it coming. (laughs) Didn't see it coming. I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't a lot of people didn't know how to handle it when lockdown really happened. Like I'm in this, you know, I'm at home now. You know, I can't really go out. I've got to be in a mask. I'm at home with the family. A lot of people, you know, their their daily routines were completely disrupted. And a lot of people are, you know, they're, they're, they they live by their their um their habits. You know, you when you start yes. changing all that up, it's like that freaks them out. And yes. not everybody wanted to be around their families that that much 24-7. <laughs> You know, I mean, we all love our families, right? We all love our families, but we don't want to be with them 24 seven. We want to get up. We love our freedom. We are, we are, we are, uh, you know, creatures of habit and we want to live our lives in full freedom the way we normally do and the way we normally would. So I think that this is, again, this is the perfect time to be reading books like mine. It's a perfect time to be doing the work on um, personal development. And I'll say that to the cows come home. You must take the time in your life to do the work on yourself through personal development not saying read a book and you're going to be fine that's not the message here the message is i urge everyone to have the tools in the shed that they need 
um, for the things that will happen to you in life. And I, ta- I use the, the euphemism and that is being standing strong in your stead, much like a well-rooted tree. And when the storm comes through, you may lose a leaf or two, maybe you'll lose a branch, but you're not going to be uprooted with the storm and transported away um, because you will have different tools in the shed. And a lot of this comes with age. You know, I've learned many things along right. the years, but I know that I've learned a lot of things through the work that I have done and the reading that I have done. It's so true. And I love that. I, this is another reason I love living in the age that we live in now, because you can, you can find whatever you're looking for. And, and when you start searching, it'll just come to you. So, but do you know yourself and to, to actively live in integrity with who you are when those things that happen in your life that are transitions and, um, you know, because a lot of times the things that shake us up the most are transitions, be it your health or a job or a new child, even, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, all of those things, uh, if you know who you are, then you can handle them more you, with more grace, you know, right. and poise. And right. okay. okay, well, um, it was lovely speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, if our listeners would like to get in touch with you or to learn more about you, uh, mm-hmm. could you please tell us, uh, give us some. Just it, anywhere on social, it's Clarissa Burt. I think Facebook is Clarissa Burt official and I'm everywhere, but on Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. Oh, <laughs> you can find me there. The book is in Barnes and Noble. It's at, it's on Amazon uh, in, in uh, the hard version it's there in kindle and it's there in audible as well so there's all yeah, nice. any way you'd like to you know get your information you can find it pretty much anywhere the self-esteem well, the cover is so beautiful <laughs> thank you very much okay so uh this is clarissa burt with uh her book self-esteem regime and uh thank you so much for being here today thanks Alyssa. Well. bye-bye now bye-bye This has been Relationship Redefined with Psych Girl. I am your host, Elizabeth, reminding you to subscribe to our channel for weekly episodes. If you would like to learn more about me, you can visit my website at psychgirlcoaching.com. Until next week, I wish you the very best.